in the name of God, creator, redeemer, and breath of life. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Those who speak Cherokee will tell you that it is very much a language of the heart, one that connects the sacred in one person to the sacred in another person through words that have a kind of mystery and healing power. Language can do that. Each individual language says something about what the speakers really value. And each language, as we, as we know well, shapes everything about how the speaker views and sees the entire world. Now, Cherokee is one of the earliest written indigenous American languages. And instead of an alphabet, it was recorded in 18, the early 1800s as a syllabary, meaning that instead of letters, you had syllables that became the building blocks of phrases. But the language is dying. If you know anything about the history and treatment of native peoples, it isn't hard to understand why. The Cherokee endured the Trail of Tears. They were expelled from their homeland in western North Carolina, sent to live on reservations in Oklahoma. There, in, this, in, the, in the 20th century, their young men were put into boarding schools where the mantra was, kill the Indian, save the man. Decade after decade, concentrated poverty and systemic racism put their culture under enormous pressure. And just a few years ago, the tribal government announced that its language was in grave danger of going extinct. All of this I learned, by the way, from a film called We Will Speak, that was shown last week at the Cleveland International Film Festival. You all thought I was just going to see a bunch of movies. I was going to do sermon research. Always on the clock, always on the clock. Just a few years ago, something in the world of the Cherokee language began to change. Some tribal leaders, and Cherokee politicians and young artists and community elders decided to do something about this. And so they gathered the native speakers together. They started to establish rigorous language schools and programs. They integrated art and primary education and community activism. They even created immersion language great schools. And now, now just a few years into doing all this, they now, each year, the number of certified, fluent Cherokee language speakers is growing once again. It's a wonderful story of new life. And it's a beautiful film, but perhaps the most beautiful part of it, if you watch it, is when the families 
and friends who are, who are gathered around this, members of this Cherokee tribe, could now gather together in conversation, gather together uh, and see each other and see their whole world through the lens of this heart language that was no longer dying, but was now a source for new life. This was joy. This was joy. On the cinder block wall of one of those immersion schools, they painted these words. Our language. We will speak today, tomorrow, and forever. When Jesus' friends and disciples see the empty tomb, they begin to re and begin to realize that he was no longer dead. There was an explosion of joy. They felt elated. They felt confused. They felt everything you could possibly imagine. And so it's no surprise the only think of, thing they could think of to do was run. They run into the tomb. They run out of the tomb. They run to tell people. They just run. That's all they know. The joy, though wasn't just that their friend had returned to them. It wasn't just that the movement could continue or, or even that an incomprehensible miracle had taken place. All that was true. But this joy was something beyond that. Suddenly, everything was just a little bit different. Or perhaps suddenly everything was a whole lot different. You see, how often do we see this world of ours as heading inexorably towards a place of death and destruction? How often do our pathological behaviors emerge from that fatalism that we think of as simply the way of the world. It's always, it's the way it is, it's the way it's always been. There, there is no joy in that. There is only survival and hurried striving as we hurry to get while we, what we can while the lights are still on. But all that changed when the stone rolled away. Romanian priest Dimitri Stanilo wrote that Easter is an explosion of joy. The same joy which the disciples felt when they saw their risen Savior. The cosmic joy at the triumph of life after the overwhelming sorrow of death. All things are now filled with the certainty of life. Whereas before, all had been moving steadily toward death. All things are now filled with the certainty of life. There, in that complete reversal of how we see everything, is the very stuff of joy. Joy. You see, that's exactly what joy is. 
Think about it. Think about this. When, think of a moment when you have experienced joy. A moment of just knowing that God is present. Uh, uh, the, The adoption of a child. A relationship taking flight. A great surprise, a great achievement. All of these are moments where we cannot help but see something new. Cannot help but see new life pouring into the world. And even when we grieve, when our world is collapsing, there is at the center of that heavy pain, a kernel of joy, something healing, difficult to make out, to be sure, but it is still there. I I know that in moments when I have cried the hardest, I still also knew that there was an element of joy somewhere in those tears of memory and hope and love and yes, New life. Joy is what comes when we move through the valley of death and come out the other side to find new life waiting for us. Richard Rohr writes, when you go into the full depths and death, sometimes into the very depths of your sin, you come out the other side, and the word for that is resurrection. Yes, this is the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And it is also a moment when something changes for all of us. Rohr tells us that the resurrected Christ is the icon of true consciousness, divinely conceived, beloved of God, one who has seen death, and knows what it means to pour oneself out for others, who returns not simply to the same life, only better, but to something new entirely. And that new thing, that new thing was joy. I don't mean joy simply as a happy feeling, But what happens to us when we live our whole lives not moving towards death, but rather moving towards the greater life? Every moment that we feel joy, it's like an eruption of knowing that life is really all about resurrection. Now, I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to ask you a question. And I know it's it's a silly question. But that's never stopped me before, and it's Easter, so let's do it. Have you ever wondered why joy feels so good? Have you ever thought about that? I mean, it's like asking, why why do Easter hymns sound so good? Why why do peeps taste so good? I'll give you a hint. It's the marshmallow. But why, why is it that joy feels so good? Right? It does, but we never stop to ask the question. Well, the reason is that joy is not an accident. We feel joy at the presence of new life because of where that new life comes from. It comes from the love of God. 
It comes from the love who created us and made us to know and experience new life and the joy that is a part of that. To quote Timothy Ware, because of love, God created the world. Because of love, God was born as a person. Because of love, Jesus identified with our distress. Because of love, he offered himself unto death. Because of love, death is not the most powerful force in this universe. Because of love, we have new life. Because of love, we have joy. Even in the midst of the hardest of times, the love of God fills us with new life and echoes with the hymns of joy. And just as the Cherokee rekindled their love and their joy through the rediscovery of their sacred heart language, the resurrection turns us away from our death-addicted ways and reorients us towards hope and love and ultimately towards joy. Before, all had been moving steadily towards death. But all things are now filled with the certainty of life. And this joy, this certainty is the new language of life. And so perhaps now we can paint that on our own stone walls, our language of life. We will speak and we will love today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen.